is the price of everything. Uh, did you did you see that? I did not, but it sounded interesting. Uh, I know this is this is not so heavy. Uh, this is uh, about the art world, and uh, you, uh, the Nathaniel Kahn is the director, and this guy, which is maybe important because um, he had access to uh, the Christie's auction house. He had uh, access to uh, he gains access to Larry Poons, who is perhaps the key. Uh, personality in this because what the the story is about well what is art because you have these people out you know painting abstract art some of it uh, may be worth millions of dollars and some of it may be worth nothing and so the the continual question is well what what is art and what makes it valuable um, the uh, Stephen Edless is the art collector who in other words there are people he's actually uh, comes out of the holocaust and comes to the United States and he makes his living dealing in art and so this is the question that's continually posed to him because he's bought these little rabbits from uh, the guy's name is Coons who is perhaps uh, the premier artist that he's got a almost a factory like situation in which he doesn't um, paint at all he doesn't do but he just is a concept he conceives and then other artists will uh, execute uh, his conception so he commissions something to an artist and that artist Produces it. That's not exactly it because oh. his name goes on the piece. His is the only name that goes on the piece. But he's not the artist. Well, that's the question. What is an artist and what is art? So he, you know, he he conceives of it. One of the things he conceives of are these little golden rabbits. Uh, sells for you know tens of millions. I can't remember. Just this the 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 figures here are outrageous. Uh, and just because his name is on it, it's of course a valuable piece of art. The people who actually do the art, you don't know who they are. Are they compensated? Uh... Well, I'm sure that he pays them. They're there in his little factory, his art factory. Oh, they've got an art factory. Well, I mean, they're there painting. That One of the things they do is reproductions of the old masters. Okay. And then he puts, you know, he'll have them do this, and then he'll put a, a, a kind of uh, a reflective ball and then call it art. And sell it for millions. So he really is blurring the lines between artist and the art that's created. Who's to say? What is an artist? Is it enough? And what is art? One of the pieces that Edlis has in his apartment is a dead sheep that he's paid you know hundreds of thousands of dollars for. That it's a dead sheep that's been and of course, he lost money on that one. The dead sheep turned out <laughs> an actual dead sheep, or a picture of a dead. No, sheep. an actual dead sheep. 
is encased in, I don't know, some sort of, you know, plastic. Uh, he actually had to have the sheep's nose started running and there was snot and so he had to have the... <laughs> well, wouldn't it continue to decay and... You know, I think it's that plastic, you know, you put a flower in and it's always oh, preserved. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, so yeah. I think it's... it's uh, but yeah, the Polyurethane. Sheep, yeah, something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but you know the the you know they go through the various things that sell as art in you know the Christie's auction house, and the people that are selling it are very interesting because part of their part of the thing that is key is the presentation. So what is art? Well, art is what people say is art. <laughs> what is good art? It's what people agree upon. And so the Poons is an interesting character because at one time his art was, you know, like this ridiculously overpriced. But he is kind of an, he, he seems to be kind of untouched by the whole thing. He lives in a very simple house out in the country and he just goes and does his thing every day. And, and uh, what you're seeing is once his name was big time, he falls out of favor so he's still, you know, he's, he's changed up a little bit what he's doing. He's not, uh, but then he's, suddenly he's being recognized again. Um, but of course this is, the, the part of the point is that uh, this can be a kind of rut that people who are made successful overnight may never, you know, that may be the end of it. They may, may suddenly fall out of favor and and so it's all a bit of a mystery what is art what is an artist and you know the, the there's no answers to to the question uh except in the eyes of the person selling you know she always thinks that she can see what but it's hard to tell so did you come away from this with a better appreciation for art or your appreciation for art? I, I I have to admit that some of it, some of the stuff they were showing, I thought, well, that's that looks, you know, it's just a it's just a rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> it's not worth twenty two million dollars. <laughs> but other of it, the especially poon stuff, I, I can't say that I have any deep appreciation for abstract art. I mean, he was just doing, you know blotches of paint but actually there was I, I I could understand that one would develop an appreciation and I can't I'm not I'm not aesthetically trained or sensitive enough to know but I did I did realize oh well actually that is quite interesting a 22 million dollar worth of interesting no his stuff wasn't going for that <laughs> But that's what the director of the movie said. You know, he said that when he started this, he looked at this stuff and said, "This is crap." You know, but he said, actually, got into it. He realized, well, no, actually, some of this that I understand. Yeah, but the pricing, you know, and it, it and of course, some of the artists that there is a, a Nigerian artist who is they're following her. She's still working in a uh, in uh, L.A. and she, her paintings. She's just hit the big, you know, they're suddenly selling her stuff 
for you know hundreds of thousands of dollars but of course she doesn't get the money because she's already sold the painting to a dealer so the trick is to being able to do that again and in some way benefiting and you know so i don't know it was just a, it was an interesting idea. i find it interesting that some of the most famous uh, artists, uh, I guess mainly I'm thinking about paintings, um, you know, uh, have had their greatest value in their artwork happen way after they've passed. Uh, they didn't uh, experience the wealth or, or fame that came from their work. Uh, which seems to be the usual case that, uh, uh, that, you know, uh, that most artists, but the Coons, who, who was, he has to be the most successful living artist, you know, is unique in that he's, he's got this thing going in which he can just reduce, produce stuff and know that it's going to make money. Yeah, so I went to uh, the museum in, in St. Louis a few years ago, and uh, they had assembled the three panels of Monet's lilies. These are 12-foot long, tall, three- or four-foot-wide panels that uh, make up this, this, uh, this painting that he does. And, and what, I, what I appreciate about that, um, um, that ability is the technology, if you will, that at that time, you know, prior to films, pictures, that whole concept of being able to capture an image, um, here are individuals who are so amazingly talented at putting that medium, that paint, that brush stroke together on a canvas that ends up being so real-like. And that's what I thought about the the lily scene was the thing that captured my attention the most was the way the water looked so realistic. Mm-hmm. I could see that scene just taking that paint and and merely giving it motion and it would it would look like the surface of, of a pond. I understand Monet. <laughs> But again, that's from the concept of whatever the time frame it was that he did that. If somebody could do that today, would I be as impressed? I don't think so. And not just because lots of people have learned how to do that, or maybe it's not that you learn it. I mean, it's a talent. It's not something that everybody can do. Um, oh, that's the question. Well, and, and I guess my point is is that... If the idea is that you're trying to do truly something that's unique, I don't think it's very unique anymore. Well, I mean, that was the the thing is, if it's unique, I mean, that's the thing about Vincent Van Gogh, mm-hmm. is that he's doing, he's taking art to places that it has not been. And I don't know, what does he sell? One painting or gets a bottle of whiskey for... Uh, but his brother believes in him. Uh, a few people, but mostly people, he doesn't, he's not able to sell his art. And he spends his life painting, 
in some way, I guess you must have a lot of self-confidence or in, that he would just keep painting. And, uh, and, and now, I mean, I understand, uh, for me, Van Gogh's stuff is very moving. Uh, again, I'm not enough of a, uh, I don't quite understand why it is, but I understand Van Gogh. There's something about it that's quite striking. I would be interested to hear how it, where you're moved to. Uh, that if you look at his, I mean, they've, I don't know, did, did we go see the film together? Okay, what was the, the, the whole, the whole film is Van Gogh's paintings, uh, Centered the, the the story it takes Van Gogh's paintings and stretches it out. Or is there puts it to animation, but it's actually his paintings. Yeah, uh, love. What was the name of that? Love Vincent. Uh, yeah, Love Vincent. Uh, which was the way he signed his brothers' uh, letters to his brother. And so I think in that the thing that that animation does for you, it it you lose track that you're watching animation, you lose track, so that when you first look at Van Gogh's stuff, it, it, uh, it is not realistic. But in a, in a way, it draws you in and it creates a mood and, a, and gives you a feeling so that uh, at least uh, it, it does for me. Now, I just can't say that the Golden Rabbit or the, you know, the... the Re, redone masters with the reflecting ball. I wasn't quite getting that. I was surprised at myself, though, that Poon's stuff, which is just very, it's just paint on canvas, and yet there was there was something about it that was intriguing. But but I wouldn't pay ten million dollars. <laughs> I I I guess I just don't have the artistic uh, mind for those kinds of things. Well, I, I think that's, see, that's the whole, that was the question that kept raising. Nobody does. So that was, you know, Edlis kept, you know, here's a guy who is perhaps, you know, the person who, he's, he's banking on his ability to say this is art and this is not art. But his point is, yeah, but even though I don't know. <laughs> In other words, he just, he just wants to find valuable art. Yeah. Uh, he wants to make money. He wants to make money. Now, I must say that he, that he and his wife donated. Uh, they did have a collection that they donated to a museum, uh, and it's permanent, part of a permanent collection. Uh, but that was his point, that the... Beauty is in the eye of the holder. Dave, this has been fun. Yeah, it's been very good. So, that concludes The True Faults.